You're listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own 5 tents, 7 backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Saran Alfines, is, There is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. All right, welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast. Today we're going to be, well, I'm Greg. Today I'm... <laughs> Episode 5, I'm Greg. <laughs> and I'm not Greg. Well, it's been the whole time. <laughs> so I'm Greg. Uh, I'm joined by Chase and Brandon. And Chase is the head buyer here at Gear 30 in Ogden, Utah. And he was just at a local show called WWSRA. He was able to meet with a bunch of different outdoor companies and see their new gear. One company that we're all psyched on that um, he thought was really cool, they had some new gear coming out, is Mystery Ranch. And so, Chase, tell us a little bit about your time meeting with Mystery Ranch. It was mysterious. Oh. <laughs> Still don't know what a ranch is at, but um, we're gonna find it. One of these, one you of these and days, me, me and Brandon. Yeah, yep. yeah, we're determined. We'll find somewhere this in ranch. Montana. I have a feeling they say Bozeman, but mm. who really knows? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the time with Mystery Ranch was awesome. Um, for those who aren't familiar with the brand, Mystery Ranch is Dana Designs 2.0. Um, right, Dana Designs went out. I think K2 bought them out, I believe. Yep. Um, And just kind of didn't do anything with the brand. The brand fell apart. And um, Dana, I think, was making a hip belt or something for his daughter um, in 2010, I want to say. And he pulled out some of his old sewing machines and whipped her out what she wanted and realized, well, I want to get back into this. Um, So they first got into... Um, fire packs and hunting and kind of some search and rescue stuff and have slowly introduced reintroduced the outdoor line and and the company is now mystery ranch um, they're out of bozeman montana a lot of our packs are sewn in bozeman um, with some of them being made overseas but the engineering and the quality of their packs i have yet to find a company that has um, taken the time and attention to detail that mystery ranch has done and they're just they make the most the probably the best carrying pack that i've ever tried um right now i'm using their um yeah i forgot the name name. it's a but it's like a everyday carry pack like it's not a backpack but it can be right like it's oh i do have that as well I'm you, a backpacking pack. Yeah, oh, yeah, so, you'd have the yeah. backpack is it the, too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is it one of their lighter ones, the um, Stein? No, the Stein, or, yeah, the Stein, Stein 62. That's what it's called. Oh, so you have two bags S. by him now. Yeah, I've got a lot of packs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a problem. but <laughs> not, uh, a prob- not a problem. <laughs> not a problem. Not a problem. I can solve so many problems with my packs. So. Yes. Anyways, um, back to WWSRA and Mystery Ranch. Um, they introduced two new climbing packs maybe even three new climbing packs and one of them is a tower 47 i want to say and it's just got all the bells and whistles um it's got a little belay station built into it it's just 
so dialed the quality is there everything's so simple but there's also lots of bells and whistles really built out hall loops it's just like an awesome pack that goes back to austin austin oops mystery <laughs> ranch's um incredible carry system and that's one of the reasons i love mystery ranch so much is their packs carry weight so well um and i try to try to be lighter weight if i can but even i mean I want to, if I'm going to carry 30 pounds, I want a pack that's going to carry that 30 pounds comfortably. And Mystery Ranch does that really well. So they have these climbing packs that still have their um, really comfortable harness system in there. Right. So there's a lot of a lot of people that come in looking for backpacks in our shop. And they want to go, they want an ultralight backpack or a lightweight backpack. But the rest of their gear isn't lightweight yet. Like they haven't streamlined everything else. They haven't gotten all the lightweight sleeping bags and tents and all the other stuff. And I always tell people, you know, get the lightweight backpack last and get the backpack that's going to carry the weight that you have really well. Don't buy the ultralight backpack and then try to carry all your other stuff with it because you want to save three pounds on the backpack, but you're still carrying heavy stuff. Because if you get a lightweight ultralight backpack, even if it's from a great company like Osprey or some of these other, other backpack companies, if you're trying to carry a 40 pound load with a pack that's meant to carry 25 pounds, it's not going to be comfortable <laughs> no matter what brand that is. And so what I found is that carrying a backpack that is, you know, maybe two pounds heavier than, than the competitors, but carries better, it's actually going to be more comfortable and cause less fatigue over the course of a day or a course of a week. It won't feel as heavy. It won't feel as heavy. Exactly. Exactly. You're not going to fill it on your shoulders as much. If it's a good, really good fitting hip belt like Mystery Ranch has, it's going to feel nicer on your hips and all that stuff. And so, you know, ultralight packs are are great when they're when they're just right, but when a lot of when a, stuff. a lot of yeah. times they're not that great. And <laughs> I have an ultralight pack from Golight from years and years ago. It's called the Jam Pack. It's it is one pound, and I love that pack for very very specific trips very specific things in fact i like it's a it's a through hiking pack but i actually use it for climbing probably more than anything as a lead pack because it's bigger it can carry more gear but it's so light there's no frame to it and all that stuff but if i try to carry it like if i want to take that pack instead of a four or five pound pack that i have on some overnighter or something because i just want to try to save weight but i'm still carrying gear for my family and and stuff i'm carrying 35 pounds or 40 pounds that pack would just destroy me but if i'm carrying 15 pounds or less 20 pounds or less it's amazing it feels great and so one thing i love about mystery ranch and, and they get i've heard people complain a little bit that their weights are a little bit heavier but understand you're getting the best carrying system on the market they might be a pound heavier than the competition but well, the entire pack is overbuilt. Right. Uh, and so that's, I don't know, Chase, how would you, we do sell a lot of Osprey. Mm-hmm. And um, what what would you say is the the differences between the pack companies? Like how, because Osprey has a, you know, a lifetime guarantee. And yeah. so if someone's looking for a pack, a lot of times too, it just comes down to personal preference on how yeah. it fits you and things. But what, what differentiates Mystery Ranch from the other packs on the market? Okay. Yeah. So actually one thing you mentioned, like Osprey has their almighty guarantee. They guarantee everything. Mystery Ranch does the same exact thing. Um, if anything breaks from Mystery Ranch, 
send it back to them. They'll repair it for you. Um, they just don't print on every single tag, you mm. know? Uh, when I was actually talking to our sales rep, uh, a couple, it was been a couple of months and she was up for the sales meeting. She said their warranty rack had like six packs on it. And Ooh. four of the six were firefighting packs. So their packs, they don't get a lot sent in for warranties. Um, and when they do, they'll take care of you. Um, but down to their engineering, they don't use any curved zippers. So you'll see that they have like their, their kind of patented Y zip kind of um, design. And you can rip on those zippers. They put no curves on them because they found that the most common place for a zipper to blow out is on a curve. Um, so everything's straight. That's just like one of the many things they're doing in their packs that tell me like, okay, they're paying attention to what's failing and they're fixing it. And they, they triple back tack every stitch they cross over and there's every seam they cross over. There's just lots of things that they do that I mean, you compare their um, seams next to competitor seams and they're tighter. It's just, they really pay attention to the, the quality when they're building a pack. And that's where, like Greg said, they're, they're a pound heavier, but if your pound heavier pack is carrying your weight a lot better then that pound heavier is hundred percent worth it. What about, Oh, you told me about the buckles too. Yeah. So they actually, um, when Dana was sourcing for buckles, he could not find a buckle on the market or a manufacturer was making a buckle that was up to their standards. They would break, um, in, in some way and through their testing. And so he, they actually built their own machine up in Bozeman that makes all their own buckles so that they can, <laughs> they're, they're the most burly out there. It also gives them a lot of um, creative um, abilities. So a lot of their buckles are buckles that you don't see anywhere else on the market because they're the only ones making them. Um, they're climbing packs. They have a, they've got so many different packs out there and a lot of their like really techy packs are going to have these fancy weird buckles that you don't see anywhere else because they make them and they make them durable and they make them burly and they make them specific to their need. So did they make climbing packs before or is this the first time? Well, they, I mean, they did under Dana design. Right. Um, but when they came back, they went like fire and fire military and, and then that. finally backpacking. Yeah. Back the recreation side was the last thing they introduced when they came back and they use a lot of the same technology, a lot of their hunting packs, like the terror frame pack from, um, on the recreation side is taken straight off the, or from the hunting side, they just re, they name it a different pack. Kind of, they change a few things here and there, but the carry system or anything comes right from their hunting line. So, so I knew Dana Design because back when I was when I was a teenager, Dana Design was big. That was before K two Bottom, or I think K two Bottom when I was about eighteen or nineteen, something like that. I had a Dana Design pack, and it was designed to carry according to them, you know, forty five pounds max. I took it on a through hike of the Wind Rivers um, in the middle of June when there's still a ton of snow years ago, and I had like 75 pounds <laughs> in that pack to Sandy start pack. out with. Sounds like me. <laughs> I, that pack was amazing. Carried it, well. It carried it well. And it that pack was the Dana Design Bridger pack. 4,500 cubic inches. I That's probably 65 liters, about 65, 70 liters. Um, I had that thing packed to the brim, way more weight than it was supposed to carry, and it carried that weight more comfortable than pretty much all of the other packs that I've carried on the market now that say that they're meant to carry 65, 70 pounds. That Bridger pack was more comfortable. Above that, back in the Dana Design days, they had a, the Terraplane and the Astroplane. Those were their load haulers, and I didn't even have the load hauler. I had their light duty pack carrying 
a monster load and it was comfortable. I was really impressed. So that was my experience with Dana Design and, and there were other packs that I had of theirs and I had a lot of friends that had Dana Design packs and they were just the best pack. You know, Osprey back in the day, they were the up and coming pack company. They make they make great stuff now. They made great stuff back then. But you compared the top of the line Osprey from back then to the top of the line Dana Design, there was like night and day difference in my opinion and there are probably others that would disagree with me depending on the person but in my opinion there's night and day difference as far as the comfort when i heard that mystery ranch had come back out and that it was dana <coughs> gleason the dana design designer that started mystery ranch again and i looked at their packs and i could see some of the similarities i was thrilled but they had a completely new carry system and I was a little unsure because I love that old carry system so much. But I think this carry system is just as good, if not better, than their other carry system before. Their T100 pack now is the same as, I think, the Astroplane mm-hmm. from the Dana Design days. And I load that thing up with as much weight as we have in our in our store, plus a bunch of tents and everything, just like 60, 70 pounds. That thing feels so good. And I don't mean for this episode to be dogging on Osprey because I actually have a lot of Osprey packs that I really, really like. But I've got their biggest Zenith pack. That's the pack that I've been using to haul my family stuff around when we go backpacking. It does not carry as nice as so Mystery Ranch. What pack. does Mystery Ranch do to make their to make the carry work and feel so feel so much better? Yeah, it's um it goes back it's to a their mystery. Yeah, it's a mystery. I can't tell. I don't know. <laughs> No idea. <laughs> well, the, it's magic. It, <laughs> but um, it's still like it's still the traditional like they have a hip belt and mm-hmm. they've like you know yeah. what I mean it's not like they've reinvented the wheel here but they must be doing something ergonomically that's like what are they doing to to be yeah, it, to carry more weight better than their competitors. Mm-hmm. It depends on the pack specifically. Um in like their traditional carry, they've got their um the yoke. What's the um they're just the hand way hand motions yeah yeah hand you can see the really hand motions podcasting yeah. because you guys can see exactly what i'm talking about um it's just the way they they build their yoke system and their back panel the way they integrate um it's like carries weight super super well and you can move really well with it as well and that's exclusive to mystery ranch like mm-hmm. right? does each pack company say like say this is how we do it and you can't copy it there are some companies that have tried to kind of trademark certain design things mm-hmm. back in the day low alpine had like a compression bow system that they had i don't know if they'd patented it or trademarked it or whatever i know osprey has done a few things with the heat moldable hip belts and other things when those first came out they tried to sort of protect that um one thing that i think they do that other companies don't is they they put on burly hip belts mm. like that are that have multiple layers of sp- very specific foams that are um that just feel really nice and they don't collapse and deform underweight one one thing i found is um well take osprey for example the the weight limits that they put on their packs that they suggest on their packs i think those need to be followed very very closely because what I found is when I overload one of their packs, the hip belt just and the shoulder straps, they just aren't made to 
take more load than they say that they're meant to take. So who uses really light hip belts? I'm thinking Octarix does, but I don't know for sure. Like who uses um, like a lightweight? And the Granite Gear uses lighter hip weight belt. hip belts. Osprey yeah. doesn't some of their stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, on the heavy load haulers from Arcteryx, their hip belts are usually pretty, pretty, pretty awesome and pretty burly. Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the hip belts over the years that I've used that have kind of deformed under the weight. And, you know, Osprey's one of them. I'm trying to think. Uh, I have a Mammut one that kind of yeah on the lighter side. I mean, Granite Gear, uh, Osprey Granite Gear. Unfortunately, I've had a lot of packs over the years, but as far as big load haulers, I haven't had quite as many. Um, kind of blinking, but I'm just thinking like, well, I'm really in my head, I'm comparing Osprey, Granite Gear, and Mystery Ranch. And when there's a heavy load, Mystery Ranch just doesn't deform, doesn't even come close to deforming and Arcteryx. And, you know, with 75 pounds in my Arcteryx pack, I, I noticed that over the course of a day, that hip belt starts to kind of bend and get a little bit deformed and stuff. Mystery Ranch packs, they don't. Osprey packs, they do over time and they just, the weight starts to wear on them and, and starts to deform the, the pack. One thing that I found is, you know, everybody goes, is doing internal frame packs these days. Like external frame packs don't really exist anymore. Mm -hmm. But back when I was a teenager, I had... Hey, time out for a moment. This guy walking by has a Batman helmet on, and I just wanted Ooh, to make sure that, that we see the Batman helmet and <laughs> not even riding a bike. You're just walking down the street. You would need to picture... Batman's escaped. Yeah. Nice. It's, it's, uh, it, it was a night. I just walking by the shop here. You never know what <laughs> well, you're going to see. Welcome to Ogden. Yeah. <laughs> keep, keep it safe out there. Well, keep it safe out there. Yeah. Um, I don't even remember what I was saying now. Yeah, the, I don't remember Arc The Arc'teryx hip belts will start to bow after a little while. Start to kind of give way after long days. Well, yeah, so pretty much every pack, like over over time, they're just... Oh, so internal and external frame packs. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's right. What so, talking so back when I was um, back when I was a teenager, there were still external frame packs. and um, But everybody's kind of gone to internal frame packs now thing is is i had an external frame pack that when i loaded up it was more comfortable than an internal frame pack loaded up because that frame was so stiff you mm -hmm. could load 100 pounds on that thing and it wouldn't deform because mm -hmm. that was it was made of just metal bars and stuff like that and and there is some value to having a really stiff burly pack that doesn't really move that much with you when you're carrying monster loads and that's one thing on the on the really big load haulers from mystery ranch their suspension their hip belts everything is really stiff now they have some soft padding and stuff to help kind of break it in but that's actually a good thing it's like it's like if you're trying to load up tons and tons of weight onto a honda civic versus like a ford f-350 or something like that that ford f-350 if you're hauling a big enough load is going to be more comfortable and that's what i find on them with such a burly suspension, such burly shoulder straps, hip belt, all of that stuff, that doesn't deform under the weight, that can support it properly, carry the load properly. Most other packs just aren't meant to carry those types of loads. 
And, yeah. Um, yeah. So, how, how long anyway. has Mr. Ranch been back in? Like, I think 2010 packs? is when they came back. And that was so nine years. Military and fire. Um, and yeah, hunting? fire. Like, yeah. And then, okay, and then and then hunting and then recreation. Recreation was last. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they they have to make packs that last for the users in the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, their their fire packs can carry a large amount of weight. <laughs> they, they can carry yeah. a lot. So, so I was thinking. Um, there's a guy that I worked with back in, it's probably 2007. I think he had a mystery ranch back. So it might've been okay. before that. Maybe, maybe it was 2010 when they got into the recreation yeah, side. Yeah, might, might be. Cause I think his was like a fire pack or something like that. Okay. But anyway, I think they might've been around a little longer, a little longer than that. but I think Dana design went out in like 2004, 2005 or something like that. Um, so I know there was, there were quite a few years in between the two but yeah good stuff so their climbing packs are pretty awesome though yeah the new ones yeah they're great um when, we're slowly expanding that line and it's getting better and better every year how soon will those be out will they be out spring, spring next year 20 yep cool yeah so they yeah. also added a lot of color they had the i think it's called the pop line um and now a lot of their packs they've always made they're gonna add some colors to it if you know mystery ranch they like the earthy tones which i'm all for but they got some some brighter colors coming out, so keep your eyes peeled. Hmm. Neat. I guess I don't know. Neat. I don't know. I'm a I'm an earth tone guy too, so uh, like yeah, good for them, I guess. But um, well, cool. Well, I'm excited to see them. So we'll probably start to see some of their packs coming in. Some of these new packs coming in about March or April of next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. It looks like 2000 before it closed. Mystery Ranch started back in 2000. Mystery Ranch. Oh, nice. In yeah. 2000, really. That's what it says. Yeah. So they must have started that before Dana Design went out because I think I bought one of my Dana Design packs back in 2003. Okay. 2004. So that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, and they claim they're in Bozeman, Montana. Just don't know where that's where the, that's where the ranch is somewhere. Somewhere. Okay. Somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Well, cool. So next week, um, or actually you're leaving tonight to go to Outdoor Retailer. Yep. Yeah. So on the next episode, we'll be able to, um, or in a future episode, we're going to be able to hear what new stuff you find at Outdoor Retailer, right? Outdoor Retailer. We'll go have a little party down in Denver. Awesome. Almost as good as when it was here in Salt Lake. Not even Almost. close. Not even close. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, in right, all honesty, right. it wasn't. I went last year. And I'm just saying that because we can't go. Cause, <laughs> <laughs> it was like you just sleep in your own bed and you just oh, drive so down. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. Now, Denver's cool, but in all honesty, well, I'm biased, of course. This is just all biased. But, Utah put on a good show. Um, but Utah did put on a good show, I thought. And when we went to, to Colorado or to denver for the first one last year i didn't think it was quite as good as salt lake i don't know well i would totally be down to compare i just haven't been a <laughs> well, denver, sh- denver show yet got but, an extra uh, got an extra bed anyway it doesn't really matter but i'm excited to hear what new stuff i i'd like to be joining you this time but i'm not gonna <laughs> well, maybe next time but yeah maybe next time i'm excited it'll be fun cool all righty all right well, well, see you out there. Yeah, thanks for joining us for the Gear 30 podcast. And remember, as Sir Ralph Ranolf 
Fines, what? Sir, S- just Serrano? say it fast. Serrano, Serrano Fines. Yeah. <laughs> said there's no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate clothing. And I would add um, other gear to that. And anyway, go to gear30.com. That's www.gearthirty.com and check out the uh, outdoor gear that we have here. We, we, are very careful about what we bring in. We only want to bring in quality stuff that's going to hold up and take care of you when you're out in the mountains. So check that out. Also, you can follow Gear 30 on Instagram at uh, at gear underscore three zero. And check out our blog online and we will see you on the next episode. Peace. Laters. Thanks for joining us today for the Gear 30 podcast. Gear 30 is a specialty outdoor retail store at the foot of the Wasatch Mountains in Ogden, Utah. Like us on Facebook, follow and interact with us on Instagram at gear underscore three zero and visit our website gear30.com for amazing deals on the best outdoor gear around. That's gear30 spelled out G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y dot com. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, leave us a review, comment, ask questions, and participate. 